How do you use LinkedIn? Do you scroll the feed like Instagram? Do you frequently post? Do you use it to network? I credit much of this podcast success to being relentless with my networking. My goals of interviewing a founder in all 50 states and as many countries as possible will not be fulfilled unless I do just that. And the show is stopping in Denmark for the first time to sit down with a Forbes 30 under 30 recipient who has founded three companies, Nina Shini Anderson. In this show, you will learn how to apply learning lessons from past experiences to now thrive in new opportunities, grow a company to have a social reach of more than 400 million people, acquire clientele, including Christian Dior, Armani, Hermes, Prada, Louis Vuitton, and more, and we'll learn what got the attention of Forbes. Welcome to another episode of That Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Vincent A. Lancey, and you can learn more about me at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media, YouTube, or my website, vincentalancey.com. Before I bring on today's guest, we're going to learn how she podcasts. Nina, which platform do you stream your shows through? Hi. Um, I do it mostly through Spotify. Actually. Spotify? Hmm? When in the day do you find yourself listening? It's uh, on my way to work in the morning or uh, on my way from work. <laughs> That's always, <laughs> I put on my headphones and then I go to work. Get some motivation for work. Yes. You learned how she podcasts through the headphones on Spotify. I would love to hear how you podcast. Email me info at vincentalancey.com and I will feature you on a show. And if it's your first time with us every single week since December 2019, I have interviewed the founder of a company or brand to share what has worked well for them, what they needed to improve on, and all of their learning lessons along the way right here on this show. And there are also bonus episodes where I bring back past guests for you to enjoy. You never know which motivational journey will inspire you most. Today's guest is the co-founder and CEO of SocialWorks, which is a strategic and creative agency specializing in digital excellence with a combined social reach of more than, as I had to mention at the beginning, 400 million followers. Yes, you heard that right. SocialWorks are online marketing experts who help scale your online presence to drive sales, create content, and reach new audiences. I mentioned she is a three-time founder including her current company, Social Works, Scandinavian Jewelry Group, and Premium People. I'm excited to learn what went on in all these businesses, so allow me to introduce Nina Shini Anderson. Nina, thank you for joining. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're very welcome. Would you mind introducing yourself a bit more to our audience, and then we'll dive into business talk? Of course. Of course. Well, I'm 21, uh, 29 years old. And I, uh, as I said, you said before, I just made the cut to receive the 30 under 30 Forbes Award within media and marketing. So I'm an entrepreneur within media and marketing, but I have worked with influencer marketing for nine years now. So it has been a great part of my career has been this topic. Yes. I, from what the research I've seen, we have connected on LinkedIn. I saw all the businesses you've been a part of. Let's start with that first business you founded. Yeah, that was um, Scandinavian Jewelry Group was the first one. 
that was actually by coincidence, I would say I was um, working at an advertising agency and then the founders of that company, they were about to start a jewelry company. And then they asked me if I wanted to be lead, the lead of on that and the, do the daily tasks that would be involved in running a jewelry web shop. And I said yes to that. And that was actually the start of my entrepreneurial journey. So it wasn't that I had decided to do it from one day to the next, but I was poked and asked if I wanted to be it. There's a lot of learning lessons involved in there, I'm sure. What was one of your biggest takeaways from your time at that jewelry group? I think the best takeaway was actually that I, that was when I discovered influencer marketing. So this is, we are 10 years back. I discovered that when I sent out this jury to influencers, that was just a rise of Instagram. So people had maybe 40,000, 20,000 at tops followers, but I sent out some earrings and bracelets and all that to people that had 40,000 followers. And I could see, wow, the amount of sales you can do from this is really exciting. So I figured this is something I would rather do than do jewelry that already existed out there. I wanted to invent something new. And I think you've done just that. And then now we are where you are today. We're with a company that has a reach of 400 million followers. That's unfathomable. Let's talk a little more about social works. Yeah. We, uh, we founded SocialWorks five years ago as a merge of uh, my previous company, Premium People, and this company, SocialWorks, um, we got an investment. So actually, again, I didn't seek for an investor, but I was poked and asked if I wanted to merge my company with another company, and then this investor would invest in it. And this was very exciting. So my partner from Premium People and I, we uh, moved from one city to another and started social works with the team that we are today. What city were you in and where did you go? It's a smaller city in Denmark that's called Aarhus. And then we moved to the capital city, Copenhagen. And that makes good sense because that's really where the network is. I heard of Copenhagen, of course. Since you've been on this entrepreneurial journey, since you were post right in the beginning there, what are two of the hardest parts of being on your own? Well, it's definitely not for everyone because it's a lot of responsibility. You will always carry a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. And as you grow, it will just become more and more. For me, I really like to have the responsibility. I'm maybe a bit of a control freak also. <laughs> so I like to have the, the responsibility of where we're heading and where we're going. But I think sometimes that's also the hardest part of it is that you really carry a lot of responsibility for other people and a lot of people. And now that we also have a lot of influencers and employees and all that, that is a lot to handle. There's always something to do. I can agree with you there. Even right now, I've fallen behind on my website a bit, keeping the website up to date. And as you know, if that's not weekly or bi-weekly, fixing it is a bunch of hours. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And for us, the second one is probably that we don't have a, a physical product. So we always have to find the best people and get the best people involved and grow them. And because our product is not something you can see or feel or touch, of course, the product is eventually when you do photos, but but it is something you have inside of your head. So it's, it's also developing the product. It's also hard, but it is something we are becoming better and better at. So who is your ideal customer? It's a lifestyle brand. 
I would say a lifestyle client um, is our ideal customer. But we also have, I would say, we have customers and clients because the influencers are also in a way um, important customers for us. Let's talk a little about influencers on there for everyone listening out. Maybe that could be a good fit. We um we offer we are sort of a management for our influencers, so we handle everything from A to C. For our influencers, it's negotiating their brand partnerships, it's helping them with their PR. So we're becoming on the front page of a cover, a cover of a magazine, or uh, having an interview with a magazine or whatever. Um, it's uh, helping them with creating their own products. For some of them, we have our whole design team that helps with the. Uh, designing items even even it can be their own brand or for another brand they sometimes do capsule collections so anything a manager could could possibly do i would say that's a great service you're providing especially in the current digital age right now can you please now share one of your greatest lessons learned from all over your years in entrepreneurship or one of your greatest failures whichever you look at it as mm-hmm. I think the most important thing I have learned, which I will carry with me for the rest of my career, is invest in people. In the beginning, I found it very, very hard to be a boss and didn't really, I was very result driven and very strategic focused. But actually, if the people aren't following, you will get nowhere. So I was very, I developed these skills uh, the last few years that you really need to invest in people. And that starts with yourself. You need to know yourself really well and know your how you react under pressure. You need to know what are your pitfalls. You need to know what are yours, the good sides of, a, of the, what you can do. And yeah, invest in people. Strategic hiring you're talking about right now as well. Not just hiring anybody just because they look good on paper. They may be a complete opposite personality to who you want to work with. Mm. Yes. Did, you, did you have an experience? Like this, where this is what led you to more strategic hiring? Did you have a hire that made you question things? Mm, yeah, um, both. Actually, we I just started to really, in, in, it started to interest me a lot. What, um, what makes people different? How do they work? What motivates them? What drives them? And also very focused on a certain culture that I really want to have within my company. Mm-hmm. And I really started to look at, okay, what kind of capabilities do people need to have to promote this culture? So we are using a lot of personality testing uh, cases, a lot of different things when we hire people to, to really see what are the talents of this person that we have in front of us. And we focus a lot on talents rather than weaknesses. That's an incredible answer and definitely some motivation to our companies listening on, our founders of companies here who need to find a better way to hire. Using personality tests can really narrow things down to who you want. Great advice there. Thank you. Let's now ask you for who you would choose to have a conversation with any entrepreneur over the history of time. Yeah, tough question. There's so many I would like to know. But I actually, um, not to sound stereotypical or anything, but I would say Oprah Winfrey, because I think she's such a cool female founder that rose from nothing to all the things that she are today. Yeah, her story is unbelievable. Classic story of people telling you, no, you are not good enough. You are not going to make it. And then now look at her. She is. She has her own enterprise, really. Um, Where would you choose to meet Oprah if you had the chance to pick a meeting place? Where would it be? Oh, wow. Um, Maybe some of the places from her childhood. 
Um, I've read a lot of her books and I know this has affected her a lot, but maybe that would be really interesting to see where she where she's from. We'll have to tag her when this episode comes out to make that happen. Nina, what's next for you? I know you're working at Simple Works right now. Is there something new in the horizon? Are you looking to grow? Please share. Yeah, we are looking to grow into the US. So we are going to go to, we have a whole program that the Danish is, that Denmark is sponsoring actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a mentor and we are doing our pitch training and everything to get ready for the American market. And then we're going to New York in February with uh, 10 other Danish companies that have been chosen by the government to have a lot of potential in the US. So we're going to New York in the Chrysler building and we will pitch for a lot of investors there. Congratulations. I'm looking forward to hearing more about this. Keep me in the loop so we can share all these amazing announcements. What is the biggest thing you're looking for out of these investors? We are looking for, we want to partner with an American influence agency. I think we will see what time time will tell, but uh, maybe to partner with an American influence agency and be able to, to work more globally than we do now, where we are very strong in the Nordics or in Europe, especially. So we really want to be more of a global company. I'm looking forward to seeing your company evolve. And right now, I think it's a great time to get into the spotlight story. If it's your first episode with us, each week I share the entrepreneurial journey of a fellow entrepreneur to inspire you, the listeners, and then we get our guest take on it. As we have an all-star entrepreneur from Denmark on the show today, I will now introduce the story of another in Milena Belafonte. And I had not learned this story until I was doing this write-up, but it is a great one of following your passion no matter how long it might take. She started her modeling career in Paris with famed Danish photographer Gunnar Larsen before moving to New York to become a singer, dancer, producer, model, writer, and overall entrepreneur. She has been in countless TV shows, music videos, movies, commercials, you name it, and worked with big names like Calvin Klein and Dior. But she spent most of her childhood performing with her parents and professor at the Royal Music Conservatory. And then once she was signed to Sony Records, she wanted to become an entrepreneur, do more than one thing. She co-founded magazine Top Model, where she wrote a weekly column and soon had her first nationally published story as only a teenager. I really like this story because it really shows how you can spread your wings. Then she released several records, toured with her own bands and then other bands, had the full-time modeling career going on, doing campaigns worldwide. But then something new came up. She met others for drinks after a show, and then she felt the need to create a production company to really capitalize on all these relationships and experiences. The production company soon began writing stories, doing documentaries, consulting, you name it. And then her latest endeavor, The Journey, is an international fashion festival for designers all over the world. She really started out with something and then just branched her umbrella open. What do you like best about her story, Nina? Hmm, I think it really describes the core of being an entrepreneur that you're so restless and you you will have a lot of projects going on you can't help it you you always see possibilities to do stuff and do new things and create more and do more i can definitely relate to that that's exactly how i feel too right now even we have something coming up for the holidays we're working on we're working on everything that's coming out right now great analysis there and i want to thank you so much nina for coming on the show i really appreciate how you walked us through all three of your businesses right to start and then from there all the learning lessons unraveled 
I like how you shared the personality testers for your hiring. I think that's, it sounds like it's something that people should be doing, but you don't hear it enough. I think that will set some good examples for our listeners to make the correct hire. And I loved why you chose Oprah. Great selection. Now I'm going to ask you for your last word. Yeah, well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. I hope uh, it could inspire some people to go out and chase their dreams. And yes, remember to invest in people. Great last word. Now tell us where we can find you, where we can find your businesses, everything, Nina. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. That's uh, Nina Shini. And then you can find Social Work CPH on Instagram. You can see a lot of our campaigns there. And then you can find my LinkedIn account, also Nina Shini. Thank you for sharing that. And that is where we connected as well. Nina is a great resource and she has a lot to offer, as you can tell by 400 million people feeling the same way. While you're all on her social media, be sure to check us out too at That Entrepreneur Show across social media, except Twitter at Podcast by Lancey. So you have updates from all my shows. I am at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media, YouTube, and my website is vincentalancey.com. It's time to end the show with a quote, and this one is from Erica Zhang. You take your life in your own hands, and what happens? A terrible thing, no one to blame. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week on That Entrepreneur Show. Nina, thank you again. Thank you.